Welcome to No Good Ideas Rushed Edition. Rushed Edition. Hank has a heart out I, in about 45 minutes. I, I am I'm busy. I'm busy in life yeah. right now. So we, we do apologize for the delay on last week, but I started my job. Congrats. So I think Dude, you got a, a good big reason. boy job making big boy money. Big boy job making big boy money making videos. I'm doing what I've always wanted to. So it's yeah. pretty exciting. Uh, be sure to go and write us a five-star review. And in that five-star review, include congratulations, Hank, for achieving your dreams, you beautiful boy. Um, and don't write anything else. Because once again, no. the more the reviews look like there's an in-joke people are missing out on, the more likely they are to listen to the podcast. That's like, I got to check out I got to learn about Hank I gotta achieving be a part dream of this. and how he's a beautiful boy because that sounds like an in-joke. That's what you want to get people to... Uh, to think we're all about community building here at no good ideas exactly what do we call our fans uh by their names i don't know do we have no, no good ideas ideas that's pretty good i think so too actually all right so uh, until <laughs> unless we think of a better name ideas is yeah our fan base you, you guys what are, up ideas what up ideas welcome to uh w- welcome to a new episode so yeah so this one's gonna be it's a little rushed and after a week gap but we promise it'll be good we won't disappoint you know what and the less prepared we are the better the episode is is something i want to tell myself so yeah. i think this will be a good episode for we'll us commit let's just let's yeah, let's just go for it full force. No stop. What's up, little boys and girls that want multicolored, rainbow, metallic looking food? I'm Hank Farr. And I'm Bradley Miller. And this is No Good Ideas. In this show, we talk about bad ideas all throughout history and pop culture, from lousy leadership decisions to PR disasters. We're going to, you know, really, really delve into a lot of it. And maybe make some non-tomato ketchup along the way. I am curious about this episode. So thank yes. you for sticking around for our week hiatus. But we're back and we're talking about food. Yes, we're talking. And like, what better time to talk about food when there's there's football games on the TV? People people mm-hmm. eat uh, get food during football. That one was a stretch. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that, um, was, that was a huge segue. That was crazy. That was, you know, I had to do a few leaps, but it worked. Um, so let's hop back to 2001. This whole thing is going to feel very much. It's going to bring you some of that 2000 nostalgia. That's right. Mm-hmm. We're, we're at the point where we're far enough away from the 2000s that we can be nostalgic for the 2000s. You know, right. It's we are at the point of our lives where it used to be only 90s kids. Remember this? And we couldn't really be a part of it because exactly. we we're technically born in the 90s. We're but so like, late we that we didn't really anything. experience. Yeah, yeah, we didn't really experience it. But now the new 90s is the early 2000s. And that was us. Yeah, exactly. we were all about it. Like things that you can be nostalgic for are now within our lifetime, which, you know, means we're old. Mm-hmm. It's a little scary. But like yeah. that you can make movies and TV shows in the old style of the, the 2000s. So this whole thing is going to be very reminiscent of that style. Because today we're talking about Heinz Easy Squirt. Th- this whole thing is like a, a weird kind of... Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about, you know, my perspective on marketing and how you market a product here. Because Bradley, what do you think when you hear Heinz Easy Squirt? Well, I think it, well, Heinz kind of gives it away. I think of ketchup. And yeah. let me just say right off the bat... I do not like ketchup. I think it is a garbage condiment. Yeah, straight up. 
Um, and it's st- okay. So there's some instances where I can have ketchup. Like if it's on meatloaf, that tastes good. You know, okay. a nice little ketchup uh, glaze or whatever on yeah. top of meatloaf. But I remember distinctly in elementary school, the sixth graders, they would uh, have like a rotating crew of having lunch duty, which is basically you would like help clean like all the trays oh, and like all the this. tables and freaking elementary schoolers, the kindergartners through like probably fourth graders just love ketchup so much. And they and put so they, much on the trays. They put so much on the trays and yeah. it was my job to clean off the trays and it just smelled. I just the sm- I know it, instantly when I smell ketchup, I go straight back to there and I'm like, I can't do this. I'm out. I'm out. No. And that's why I can't have it. I totally know what you're talking about, but I don't associate ketchup with that. But can we talk about how they just, that was just child labor. It was. It (laughs) honestly was. They just got child labor out of us. And we were totally hyped to do it. It was always like, I'm on tray cleaning duty. It was mainly just because I wanted to use the sprayer. I wanted to use the sprayer. It was that and you got to leave class early. That too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, that was just child labor. Yeah. I... That's kind of crazy. I, yeah, we should we organize, we should, like, dude, unionize schooler unions. elementary schoolers. Yeah. And, like, but no adult leadership. It's still elementary schoolers leading the union. So it doesn't really yeah. mean anything. It's just kind of, you know, it's a little bit threatening. It makes it a little bit harder to, you know, impress them into to labor. Um, mm-hmm. But so that's interesting. You don't. So, like, what do you dip in? What do you dip your French fries in? I dip, I do a very Idaho thing, kind of more Pacific Northwest, Utah-ish, but I use fry sauce. Mmm. Fry sauce, the best. What What is fry sauce comprised of? You don't know fry sauce. You, know, you definitely know, it, know it. Um, It is a mixture of ketchup and mayo swirled together. It's like this oh, bright orange okay, dip. Yeah, I know what that is. I've just never heard it called that. No, what do you call it? Um, I don't know. It's just there? It's just there. It's like, no, but that's my go-to. Okay, okay, I think that that makes sense. That's mm-hmm. that's that's a good balance, you know. It's huge in Idaho. People love it here. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, mayo plus ketchup. I know that Heinz released it, like released that bottle, and they called it Mayo Chup. Which, that's what it is, but that's the yeah. worst name, name. or Cranch. Yes. Remember that? Ooh, let's not get that. Could be a whole other episode. That Wait, could be Cranch? Is that Ranch plus ketchup? Okay, I was thinking it was going to be cranberries. Uh, <laughs> no, that's their Thanksgiving uh, edition. <laughs> Cranberry, oh, that's gross. So, mayo plus ketchup, that changes the taste and the texture of the the ketchup, right? Yeah. So let's talk about something that tastes, changes the taste and the ketchup. The, the... I'm trying to say it. I'm trying to do it. <laughs> you really threw this. me off. Really threw me off. Really threw me off. Okay. <laughs> so... Like mayo chip, I'm, I have a segue in my head, and I really can't oh, you get got it. this. It's going to be a great segue. Everyone just gonna, sit on the edge of your ugh, seats. If you're driving, man. get as close if as you can to the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get all scrunched up under the steering wheel so that you're basically, pre- like, you you have no room but to, to press the gas as hard as you can. Start driving faster. Um, mm. So, let's just go to 2001. In 2001... The movie Shrek was coming out. Ah, uh, historically, the biggest thing that happened in 2001. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't quite the funniest thing to happen in 2001, but it was the biggest thing to happen in 2001. 
Um, okay, weird joke you made. All right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so Shrek comes out and Heinz debuts a new product as a tie-in. It's Heinz Easy Squirt. It's ketchup that's green. It's bright green ketchup. Okay. And there's an ad that I, I watched on YouTube of Shrek. Um, he, like he, he takes a hot dog, but instead of a, a hot dog in the hot dog one, it's a slug because he's Shrek. And yeah. then he squirts the ketchup, the green ketchup on it. Easy squirt. Aww. And Donkey goes, oh, Shrek, you eat some weird stuff. And he goes, he holds it up and he goes, it's just green. And, uh, and then it's like Heinz Easy Squirt. And the can looks like squeezable jelly. If it's like ketchup we have now, it's just like in that squeezable bottle, right? Yeah, it is. Except it's like a different shaped one that's more like everything about the marketing and design of these ketchup bottles. We got to talk about that because everything about them like looks like anything but ketchup. So the Heinz logo is there and there's kind of that like shape that they put behind their logo all the time. That's like like a little trapezoid on top and then like right. a square below it. And but that's all 57 on there. Uh, no, it doesn't have the 57. It's just like the shapes, like all warps to be like all crazy. And then like everything about the color of the bottle looks like jelly or like some kind of fruit thing, which Mm -hmm. if you're expecting that you get tomato flavor, even though technically tomatoes are fruit, it's not going to taste great. Yeah. You're not, you're going to be put off by it. Um, and then it's in the shape of like a glitter glue bottle. Mm hmm. And it's advertised as basically like when they advertise it, it looks like you're putting glitter glue on food in all of the marketing. The colored ketchup looks like metallic. It's got like Weird. a silveriness to when the lights hits it. And so it's I like, don't want to eat something that's silver. I'm yeah, going to say straight it's up <laughs> weird. And wow. so it's like all the pictures of like you got like a burger and then cheese on it. And then people have made shapes in like. It looks like they're using seriously like glitter glue or like that metallic kind of paint or something. But it's tomato paste. Yeah, it's tomato. But they couldn't really call it tomato product. They had to kind of do a little workaround on the wording on that. We'll get to that part. So they come up with this green ketchup. And it sells like crazy. The whole tie-in with Shrek, because Shrek is a hit. The tie-in makes it sell gangbusters they sell as much ketchup in three months as they normally would sell in a whole year wow so yeah. people really got this Big i hit. understand the like early 2000s appeal of something like that something a little wacky being like oh yeah. it's it's green you know it's like candy that like dyes your tongue blue or whatever mm-hmm. kind of along yeah. the same idea and also shrek was a huge not a huge success but it was a pretty big movie it was a pretty big hit. Yeah. yeah and so the tie-in works great so you'd think that they would capitalize on this pretty quickly, right? Be like, we got more colors. Yeah. Well, they did. In 2003, two years later, way after it had like, the hype was gone. They introduced yeah. purple Heinz Easy Squirt. Do people care about it then? I mean, that was no. such a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of, it doesn't really do much. And then they keep going. They introduced teal. Which, you know, that's the three primary colors, green, purple, and teal. Yeah, the three were um, all taught. Yeah, and then they introduced the mystery color. Oh, I don't which... like that. I do <laughs> not like that. Oh, no. What's mystery color? What does that mean? You basically have a chance for it to either be purple 
teal. So things you can already buy or orange. Orange is just like not an exciting color for ketchup if it's exactly. already red. Like that's close enough. Yeah, that just looks like that's basically ketchup, but it's been out in the sun too long. That's orange <laughs> exactly. ketchup. Yeah, it's like yeah. oxidized or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they introduced these three options and, you know, they don't do super well. The hype is kind of gone. Um, I never understood why anybody wanted to eat it in the first place. It really doesn't look like ketchup. Um, no. When you look at it, it is nasty. It, it's nasty looking. So even in the non-marketing photos, so the marketing photos make it look like silvery. The non-marketing photos, it just looks like paint. It just looks like paint, which That's is not, not su- good. super edible looking. Um, so then you kind of start to get the other factor that was the death of Heinz Easy Squirt. Okay, the okay, so the death, the death of, okay, I thought another factor would be like the death of someone from eating too much Easy oh. Squirt. I mean, and they realize like, oh, snap, we actually put lead in here. This is actually just lead paint <laughs> that we've been bottling lead. Yeah. I mean, you know, putting weird stuff in there is is not out of the question here. So in the mid 2000s, parents were starting to become a little bit more conscious about what their kids were eating. Yeah. You remember you remember that kind of change. We were young enough, but like we were old enough that we could still remember this. This shift kind of started to happen where it was like, hey, maybe giving our kids rainbow neon cereal that glows in the dark in the morning isn't actually part of a balanced breakfast are you telling me that glow glow puffs weren't that good (laughs) dude does glow in the dark okay now that i propose this idea i need to know does glow in the dark cereal exist well back to our famous bit googling (laughs) stuff during the podcast let me glow in the dark cereal they're cereal toys a glow in the dark that seems there's an article that says um general mills no more glow in the dark cereals uh great news from the largest cereal manufacturer in the u.s general mills has announced they'll be removing all of its re- reformulating all of its cereal to remove artificial colors and flavors starting now okay so i i don't think i just want yeah. there to be cereal that does glow in the dark so right. that like when you have to wake up at like 5 a.m. and it's still dark out, you can still see yeah. when you eat it. You can use it to illuminate your way. Also, just because that sounds cool as hell, despite yeah, the fact that it would definitely be super dangerous. Yeah, no, no, no flashlights. Those are those are boring and for losers. No good ideas. We'll be right back. Yeah, people were kind of starting to change their opinions on on food safety and what what you feed your kids and Heinz easy squirt had some stuff going on that uh made it not fall on the good side of this shift so it wasn't just ketchup with some color in there it Mm -hmm. wasn't that easy so to get it to have the signature like bright vibrant looks like paint colors because you know i mean i guess if it looked like paint they'd succeeded in trying to make it like really colorful um that's just off-putting to me so they had to use chemicals in the ketchup to strip out the natural red color of the tomato oh yeah so it wasn't just adding they had to remove things first before they could add so then they had to go and add a ton of food coloring to get the colors that they wanted which also can we talk about how the blue teal purple green and orange is not 
a great color palette. Yeah. Like, that just... I mean, I guess it's because red and yellow were taken by ketchup and mustard. But, like... True. That's just, like, they're all... And they're all kind of dark colors. It's, like, dark purple, dark green. Teal is a dark color. It was weird. So they had to get a, add a ton of food coloring for it to look like this. This then changed the flavor because they had so much food coloring in there. So then they had to add more artificial flavoring to make it taste like something that resembled ketchup. So and they're like digging yourself out of a hole by just adding more and more like chemicals exactly. and colorings and stuff like there, which I mean, like, I don't know. I, I had an Oreo before this. This probably that probably had like <laughs> bleach in or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But like those aren't pretending to be, you know, like homemade chocolate chip cookies that are no. baked with real stuff. Right. Like this is saying it's. Or at least trying to communicate that it's ketchup in every way except for saying this is ketchup. Because they had added so many chemicals to it now and artificial flavorings that the only thing that they could say about it being ketchup on the, the bottle was that it was a kid condiment made with tomato ketchup. I Which, don't like the term kid condiment. Yeah, right? That's gross. And it that was, was like, the early 2000 thinking that we weren't really... <laughs> Thinking a lot. Yeah, that it was like, you know, maybe that means that it, yeah, it just, just, which is a weird way of wording it. So they couldn't say that it was tomato ketchup. It was made with tomato ketchup, which right. know, doesn't, in the end, can mean anything, which means that mm -hmm. they started with tomato ketchup and then just went crazy from there. Um, and in the end, the texture and the taste was still different from ketchup. So even if you were like, oh, well, I like ketchup, but maybe I'll get it in one of these different colors. It still tastes different. Yeah, still you're not, not really getting out of it. That you, out of it. You know what Did you're it dye your you... tongue? Did it dye yeah. your tongue? I don't know. Let's let's do our bit again. Yeah. <laughs> let's do our man. bit again. Did this is Hines, just fan service, basically. Did Heinz easy squirt? We got to give it to the fans, man. The ones that have stuck around, um, mm -hmm. they deserve it. Did Heinz easy squirt dye your tongue? I don't even know if there'll be an answer for this. Um, I like how like literally all of the Google searches just give me more the same information about Heinz Easy Squirt that I found earlier, except yeah. for mu missing the word tongue. So we don't okay, know. So it didn't. Yeah. Yeah. It, it at least didn't, didn't talk about it. It didn't do so in an in egregious way. So yeah. And Heinz Easy Squirt was taken off of shelves in 2006, which... Mm honestly feels like i feel like i would have remembered seeing it like i remember yeah. things around 2006 i was yeah. conscious by then yeah like i <laughs> i feel like I, I would have seen it but like i didn't and it definitely know. seems like at least to me something that belonged in the 90s right it's very early 2000s but like the fact that it was still kicking in 2005 yeah feels pretty late yeah, that, that was like the 90s uh, economy was just booming. Nothing to worry about. Uh, Saturday morning cartoon green ketchup era. That felt exactly. it feels like it should be in there. Yeah. My parents are being loud out there, so I'm going to give it a second. All good. This of the audio is. I missed okay, they're done. Um, they're just having a conversation right outside the door. Uh, so. Green ketchup did actually make one reappearance, though, in the 2010s. 
for one day for at 2012 St. Patrick's Day, Heinz teamed up with Burger King to have green ketchup be available at Burger King. And was that just a smash success? Everyone lined up to get green ketchup? I don't think so. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think like it. it was any kind of Szechuan sauce craze. Like oh, my McDonald's God. Had. That's another episode. Remember all that? Oh, my gosh. We do need to do an episode on that. I forgot Szech- about that whole thing. The Szechuan sauce catastrophe? Yeah, that was a mess. Yeah. Like, it makes me want to start talking about it right now, but we got to save that for the episode. So, guys, tune in later for the episode on the Szechuan sauce catastrophe. Yeah, that'll, that'll be a good one. That'll be a future one. We can have like back to back to back sauce episodes. Next week will be Cranch, and then we end with Szechuan <laughs> Sauce Month. We do an sauce entire month. we do an entire episode or month on sauces. No good sauces. No good sauces. Sussy sauces. Sus sauce. No. Sus sauce. As That's soon as good. I said that, it felt like the words wanted to come back into my mouth. So I could never <laughs> yeah, say you, it again. you wanted to. to recall do a recall and whatever the hell you just said mm-hmm. so and that's the story of heinz easy squirt it's pretty simple but it feels very of its time and yeah still like almost like too crazy for its time like even the 2000s like the 90s felt like they were way more into the whole like zany things zany things right. for kids because like in the 2000s as i said that kind of shift towards trying to be more healthy and conscientious happened that affected Heinz Easy Squirt very poorly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like it just felt like they were a little too late on everything. Yeah. If they jumped on the bus on that in the night. But then again, it was tied in. It was originally tied in with Shrek. Yeah. And so they should have just like, you know, just, they should have at least not waited two years yeah that was the, the big flaw of waiting two years like yeah the, the kids who kids grow up so fast that like if they had Heinz easy squirt <laughs> when shrek was out yeah the next they're like i don't want Heinz easy squirt anymore i just want regular ketchup you know exactly and those shrek movies grow up with the kids you know what i mean they get a little bit more not complicated but it, it it's not as <laughs> the juicy. lore gets deeper I, I guess so. You know what I mean? Yeah, it it's technically like, does it. Yeah, it technically does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like maybe I think that there were definitely ways that they could have done this right. That would have at right. least given it more longevity or more significance that it has. Because you don't really hear about it. That's not one of those things that pops up on like 90s nostalgia starter packs things or two, early 2000s. Right. Like, remember when you were a kid thing? Heinz Easy Squirt isn't on there. Like, no. I think that because it was a crazy huge hit when Shrek came out. If they had, yeah. like, made it limited time, and then the next Shrek movie came out, and people would be like, oh, are they doing the green ketchup again? And then the green ketchup came out again. It probably would have been it. a big thing. That's honestly it. Yeah. Make it mm-hmm. a limited, like, make it a movie time thing. Or at least jump on bringing different colors while it's still hot. I don't right. know who in their marketing boardroom team said, like, guys, this whole green ketchup thing, like, quadrupled our sales. This was amazing. What do we do? nothing guys we did it it's it's good to go yes and then two years later they're like ah shoot we should have stayed on that train sales have gone a little down maybe we should okay it's really fun you've got the zoom background where you're in a library so when you went to you like looked up and left at something it looked like you were just looking at the book about medieval rome yeah i'm looking up yeah 
I just, just realized there's word. like a bug in the very corner of my oh, room. No. I just want to make sure if it was there. I mean, it's just it's a, such a tiny bug. But yes, I do okay. have a library Zoom background because yeah, so it, my <laughs> room is messy. Ooh, and if we're going to use yeah. this video, I don't want it to show up. On I should probably be doing the blur. I should probably be doing the blur background as well. I do that on my work Zoom calls. That's nice. I mean, for this, yeah. it's fine. There's nothing. Yeah. It's your the the room you're in is fine. There's no mess anywhere. This is true. It's just like yeah. the the decor. If you like start to think about it, it's like, what's going on? We got like card table, my Lego photography light box, that kind of window thing that my mom has always had as a display piece in our house. Like ever since I can remember. It's nice. A lamp on a sewing table. Yeah. And there's there's a ceiling fan box. The ceiling fan box. Because if I turn my camera up, can you go up that high? You can't. There's no ceiling fan no. in this room. Huh. Because they installed it, but they installed it wrong, and so it didn't work. So oh, we sad. Have to have, we have to have different people do it. <laughs> mm. So, yeah. But, Bradley, I think that leads us to our weekly segment of Good Idea, Bad Idea. Of the week. Hank, I always feel like I go first, and since you have this new big boy job, I feel like it's only right to let you go first with your good idea or bad idea of the week. Okay. So, part of what's good about going you first is that every once in a while I forget to think of the good idea or bad idea of the week until I'm like, oh shoot, it's time for that segment, and I blanked out what's a cool thing I did this week. It doesn't right. always happen, but sometimes I have you go first because I forgot it. And right. it's totally not one of those instances right now. I'm just bringing that up because it's a cool fact about why you go first yeah. and not at all stalling. We had two weeks to think of this. <laughs> I need to have two of these things. I'm yeah. behind. Mm-hmm. Um, good idea. One, I had this idea the whole time. Didn't come up okay. with it Right. Root, root for the Chiefs. Let's go Kansas City Chiefs, baby. Football, football. They're football. they're playing in like a couple hours when we're recording this. So if they're still in the playoffs, when this comes out, three days after their playoff game, root for the Chiefs. If not, right. next year. My house is divided. So we watched the uh, Packers game last night. Okay. Uh, the person who owns this house uh, is a huge Packer fan and owner uh, part owner of the Packers team. Oh, um, got stock in Yeah, it, that's the way the Packers work. It's like you could, you can sign up to be like a part owner of it, and then like there's like I think a couple thousand of them, and then at any time he can go like during the uh, off season and take a tour of the stadium. So, well, that's super cool. Yeah, I was I was um, just thinking that I just wasn't aware that the Packers were publicly traded. Wait. That would be really fun. Publicly what? traded football teams. Yeah, like the stocks. That's actually just like, kind of sports betting. I guess it is, but I don't know That's much about thing. it. Sports betting? Bad idea of the week, I think. Really? This is subjective. So what's the... I Maybe it's not a bad idea. What's the deal with, like... Is sports betting, like... Is there some... I thought that there was, like, legal stuff around, like, gambling and stuff like that. In some states, you can't do it at all. Like, I think in Washington, still, you can't... Okay. Sports betting isn't allowed, but, like, in New Jersey, I think it is. It, it really depends on the state. Okay. It's definitely legal in Virginia because our, like, city buses have huge... Like, their sides are painted with, like, uh, Caesar's sports book stuff. Mm-hmm. 
like they're pushed there. This stuff is like exploded in advertising. And I'm just really curious, like, because I always feel like, you know, gambling stuff is like limiting. No, it's kind of limited. So the fact that this is like this whole thing where you can do it anywhere, I'm like, dang, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. So maybe not a bad idea. Do it if you want. Just gamble safely, please. Yeah, do it safely. You know, wear a helmet. Um, <laughs> you know, if you go to a casino, wear a helmet. You got to do it exactly. safe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so those are your, uh, I forget. I think it's just my good, good idea ideas. and then a little bit of a tangent of the week. Yeah, so the Chiefs, good idea, bad idea, um, the uh, sports, sports betting sports unsafely. <laughs> yeah, unsafely. Why Why do you, if I can ask really quickly, why do you root for the Chiefs if you're in an area that already has their own football team? <laughs> yes, so uh, my grandpa was a huge Chiefs fan. Mm. And so he, he was from St. Uh, Louis, which at the time when he was a kid, I don't think that they had a team. So he, he rooted for the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, just huge, huge into it. And my aunt is as well. And um, for, you know, a while, my family, we rooted for the uh, Washington football team, prior known as something worse. And uh, my mom and I rooted for them. And then my dad's from New York. So he rooted for the New York Giants. And literally, neither of those teams have done anything interesting in so long. Right. We basically lost interest in football. It was really like, it wasn't like Cleveland Browns where it was like funny how bad they are. And like Cleveland Browns fans are kind of into it. Like, it was just boring. Yeah. And so we kind of just lost interest. And so like when, so my grandpa died in uh, 2019. And so in the 2020 uh, Super Bowl, the Chiefs won. Oh, that's and that right. was like that was like he was out there pulling the strings. We got to stick with him. Oh, that's awesome. So it's kind okay. of a doing it from a grandpa kind of thing. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. go Chiefs. Yeah, so go Chiefs. That's that's who we root for. Okay. Also, I when when they changed the Washington Football Team's name, I needed to find the next most uh, insensitive to Native Americans name in the league. Yeah, so that two. was the other reason I switched over. Mm-hmm. It, the, the new name's coming up in a few days. Oh, that's right. That's a, yeah. That's soon. Yeah. I'm really curious to see what it is. Mm-hmm. What's think, your guess? Uh, so I was thinking it would be something like you know, the I've heard like the captains, like like something that's just like kind of patriotic-ish, mm-hmm. um, in in the way that it's the capital. But right. you mentioned that there was a leaked potential name that I think was pretty good. Yeah, it was like the Red Hawks or something like Red that. Red Wolves. Red Wolves. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I think it's. I don't think anybody saw that one coming, but I think that's pretty creative and works. That'd be that'd be a, a sick name. I'll, yeah. I'll, that's all I'll say. It keeps the color scheme. Which yeah, I think is exactly, important. exactly. They, that's super integral to their branding. They can't do red, white, and blue. I think that would be because that's kind of the, it's, it's the Giants or the red, white, and blue team and the Patriots. Like, I guess the Patriots are really red. But like, Patriots uses like red, white, and or red, blue, and silver. Yeah, but it's branding. like, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what we'll happens. See. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe we do some sports betting on it. Yeah. Bradley, what are your good idea or bad ideas? For the week? My good idea of the week. And I thought of this ahead of time like you. Um, yeah. And my good idea is the fine folks over at Gonzaga University doing improv under the name of Guts. Over the past yeah. few days, I have seen more and more um, posts about Guts on my Instagram feed. And um my last year of Gonzaga, when I was uh, involved with Guts, um, we didn't do any shows, and I was not worried about where Guts was heading, but we were just not in a good position. Like, we couldn't have t-shirts for that year. 
Ooh. Like we couldn't buy. Yeah, we literally Sorry. got white T-shirts and we drew guts stuff on them. And, oh no! Because we we couldn't do shows. We didn't have any money. And being a part of guts, my four years at Gonzaga was some of the most fun I had, both on stage, in practice, and off campus. And seeing them get back into shows seeing them get back into the original theater where we rehearsed where we rehearsed my freshman year and we had to leave because uh we got in it was a whole thing but we had to leave the original spot that guts was at for years and years like 30 years um they're back in that theater they're back in rehearsals back doing shows and yeah shout out to them they're killing it uh shout out also shout out to uh two friends of the pod and friends of just me uh evelyn and dylan who are part of guts uh yeah just i love to see it i love to see it that's awesome i'm so glad to hear that guts is doing well Mm -hmm. because i know how important that was to you and yeah like creative stuff like that's gotta stay alive man right it would be a really bummer if that had been killed another casualty of you know covid because covid just screwed up so many right business kind of things absolutely and it's like Literally the year before COVID, we were like traveling to Vancouver. We were doing shows all over the place. And that's so cool. Yeah. And now they're getting back into it. It just makes me happy. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. that's so awesome. So congratulations, Guts. Wishing you guys all the best. That's a good idea for this week. That's a good idea. And if you're at if you're at GU, go see a Guts show. Yeah. Idiot. Yeah, what what are you doing not seeing Guts at at your show? Gonzaga, you guys have a good improv team. Be grateful for that. Yeah, because the school you went to doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to say it straight up. Literally, the one time I saw a clip of our improv team go viral, it was because it was that bad that it went Mm -hmm. viral. Yeah. So. Not naming any names, but uh, look at your shirt. Anyway. um, (laughs) Hey. Oh. They know where I went to school, man. <laughs> but that's our show for today. Speaking of shows, that's our show for today. Uh, yeah. Hank, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at youtube.com backslash Hank Farr. That one animation that I kept saying was going to come out. It's out. And it's My so new, good. It's new so good. Yeah, you saw it. I was going to ask mm-hmm. if you saw it. It's Thank short you. but sweet. But man, it is intricate. It is. Yeah. It makes me want more of it. It's awesome. It feels yeah. like that's the intro for a show I would see. And I exactly. don't want to spoil anything, but it's so good. You got to check it out. Yeah. So check out my new animation at youtube.com backslash Hank Farr. And check out my Instagram at farawaybricks. That's where I build my Lego stuff. I just did mm-hmm. this really cool build of a ship from the Clone Wars um, that took me like all week. Bradley, where can we find you? You can find me. At Bradley with me all over the internet, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, uh, Letterboxd, the Cameo, wherever you can find me, I'm there. Uh, you can also go to Brad.rocks, Brad.rocks and see everything that I've ever done ever. You can also find this show at No Good Ideas Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And you can review us on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and this is a big one. You heard a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode, but we are in the running to get a new sponsor on the pod. Yeah. Um, And we need you guys to write quote-unquote love letters, which are just basically a tweets-length explanation of why you listen to the show and what you like about it and why you think we deserve money because it would help grow the show and everything else. So you can find that at brad.rocks slash loveletter. Um, so if you go there, it'll take you to a link where you can write that 
and send it uh, their way. And you have until, I believe, March. But the more, the merrier. Get them in now if you can. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. That helps us out a lot. Thank you so much for your support, everybody. We really appreciate it. If you write us a review, if you write us a love letter, that is awesome. Go mm-hmm. find us on social media. We'll see you there. And we'll see you next time with another episode of No Good Ideas. And since we we're just talking about the Chiefs, and I guess I'll allow it for this episode. Yeah, it's hey. pertinent. Yeah. Football. That one felt good.